Shut up and sit down. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Third Shift, episode 289, and I, of course, am your host, your funky leader, the greatest man who's ever lived. It's me, it's Matt, and I'm forcing myself to be pumped for the show, because it was a terrible day. We just got done talking about how awful it was for, like, half an hour, and going, man, oh, this really sucks. Uh, how are we going to do the show now? Oh, man. And who did I have that conversation with? It was my buddy, Eric. The light bearer, the light bringer, the light bearer, bringer, the beast master of third shift. He's here with me, and he's going to tell us not how today went, not how even the week went in the sector of work and fun and good things, but he's going to tell us fun stuff about the fun he had during this fun week. Right, Eric? Right? That's right. Hey, oh, you're right. You know what? It was a fun week, I think. Whatever it was, it did something. And it had a week, and it was great because... One thing, played some Lost Ark. Got a few more levels than that. Got a little bit farther than that. Woot, fantastic. Still liking that. Twitch keeps going, hey, here's some cool Lost Ark stuff for free because it's got a whole affiliation thing going on right now. So busting that open, getting some cool stuff. I went, mind you, before I forget, I went out uh, to Pinball Pete's this last weekend with the wife and uh, and some and some fr- family friend, etc. Pinball Pete's. We played some arcade games. We were up in there doing some House of the Dead 4. We were doing some freaking uh, Time Crisis 6. We did some uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Simpsons. Did a bunch of little those fun, goofy games to get your tickets. Things like that. Good times. And then to top that off, we went to this Korean barbecue, like authentic real deal. Sat at the table that had the, the, hot, the hot plate on the, in the middle of it. And then we got like uh, ribeye, we got beef tongue, we got it all, man. We had it all brought out. We had all this crazy stuff brought out. We're just cooking all this meat on the table, and we're just mm, nom, 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 just eating it up. We had the the wild rice going. Da, 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 da. Ordered this crazy thing with all these little rice cakes in it that was in this super hot soup and stuff. Mm-hmm. And was eating that up. It was fantastic. That was great. What a great time that was. The only downside was when we got out. It was freezing cold, and being in there was like super warm and nice and hot because of you know the hot plate and everything else going on, and so it was like that boom. Oh God, get to the car! But of course, being in downtown East Lansing, all the parking place was you know a block and a half that way, so we're just <laughs> trying to get there. And of course, my wife accidentally wore a U of M coat uh, there, so she made me wear it. And then she put on my coat, and then, you know, so I'm running around with U of M crap. Like anybody cares. Nobody cares. Oh, they did. I got flipped off twice. Well, that doesn't so mean anything, they do. Though, yeah, but. that don't mean much. It's still, it wasn't a big deal, but it happened. So, you know, just, they, they care, but not obviously attack or do something stupid, but just enough to go, okay, I don't care. Gotta get to the car, gotta get out of here. It's cold. Oh, God. I don't actually care about any of this. <laughs> I'm just, I was just eating good food, going home. Doesn't matter. Please leave me alone. So that was a cool event. Had a great time with it. And then, of course, I, the reason I said it was because Jason's guy I play all Lost Ark with. So he's who we went out with him and his wife. And then, Matt, the first thing I don't know. Do you want to talk about Strangers first, or do you want to talk about Elden Ring first? I feel like Stranger could be its own like topic. It really could be. All right. So I played Stranger of Paradise, and we'll kind of talk about that in detail later. I, I did play, uh, not the whole demo, but I played the demo for a couple hours. I uh, got to a point where I got stuck, and then shut it off, turned it back on, did some stat stuff, and and then uh, here we are today. So anywho's, with that being said, got back into Elden Ring. Now I finally found a build I was really happy with. I went and found uh, this particular sword, etc., that I was really happy with, and things were looking really good. I was I was smoking dragons, going through dungeons, actually feeling, all right, I can do this stuff now without the struggle bussing everything and, and failing at pretty much, pretty much 70% of it. Then today, man, patch notes hit. Mm-hmm. And I was pretty much, I was excited because it was like, oh, cool, we've added some new quest lines to the, some of the main brackets. Uh, we've added uh, this, did that, fixed some bugs, da, da, da. Sure enough. Sure enough, uh, the sword of night and day, we nerfed it to the ground. That's the sword I farmed, for, you know, tried to get to, built an entire thing around. And now, I, and I can't say it's destroyed or isn't even usable anymore, but I've been, I've played a lot of live service games. And when, uh, and when they say they've nerfed it up, 
typically it means it's pretty much useless at this point. Or just Barney basic sucks like any other, you know, crappy weapon you find. So that was sad. That was a sad day. Well, see, I had a sad day today too, Eric, because... Oh, no. I, you know, I've sort of been kind of following this build. Like, there's one ability that I've been trying to get since, I won't say day one, but since day two. When I was like, hey, you know, if you're doing a Confessor, you should probably go get this Ash of War and put it on your shield because it's really cool. Mm -hmm. It's called Barricade Shield. And Mm -hmm. check it out. And he showed it. And at the time that I watched it, he was like, this is really neat. I was like, okay, it looks like a shield. Like it buffs his shield somehow and the enemy attacks rebuff off it. That's cool enough on its own because then you get a chance to do your guard counter and do the thing. I mean, that's cool. And I ran down to that Knight's Cavalry that has it. And he kicked my ass from launch day until the last time I played, like on Sunday, and I got it. And I went, cool, barricade shield. Let me see why it's so good. And I casted it and enemy attacks did rebuff off of it. But what I know now is it also ups... Oh, what is it called? Your guard boost. Mm -hmm. So, boom, you know, that jumps up. So now you're losing way less stamina each time you get hit. So I'm sitting there with this thing, with this thing up, and I'm like, man, all those crazy combos that, like, Godric does, I will lose none of my giant stamina bar because my stamina bar is getting long. Instead of going down all the way, it'll go down like half. This is the greatest thing. Let me check out those patch notes because surely nothing will affect me. Oh, Barricade shield now costs twice as much FP, which, to be fair, it costed almost nothing anyway, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, it lasts half as long. Oh, so now in the middle of that combo, I have to put it up again, which is fine because putting it up acts as you guarding anyway, so it's not too bad, but I have to reapply. And then my mana bar is going to go chunk, 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 dun, 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 dun. So even I, even I who is not following builds, who's not farming for things yet, who's still... Not struggle bussing, but explore bussing. Like, I'm all over the place doing stuff. And I find a dungeon, I go, oh, too hard. Can't can't do that. Run and get the runes and get out. Even me. They hit me. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Yeah. It was really sad. And I don't want to be too down about it yet, because I haven't got to play with the nerf. But I, I just feel it in my bones. I feel it in my bones that when I get on and I cast the two unique spells that are, you know, part of that sword's whole shtick, that it's going to be, you know, pretty much 20% of what it did before, which is probably going to be less damage or the same damage as me just casting my uh, my pebble. And therefore, why would I even bother with the sword anymore if I can just cast a pebble and it's going to do the same damage? So therefore, the sword and getting it and then getting all that faith and everything to make it work was completely for nothing. So I can just basically go back to my meteorite staff as my primary and just keep going, I guess. Well, two things. One, you can't just respec out of that. Once you find where you do that, who yeah. cares? You just reset. But two... This is why I'm gl- I'm kind of glad. Like the patch notes hit right now before I had an entire day to go barricade shielding and to go fight Godric again with it on and go, wow, this is so much better. So I got it and I went, this is cool. And then they went, snap, it's changed. And I went, okay, but I haven't really... I didn't get to feel it. It's not part of my mm-hmm. rotation. Just I'm noticing that it's not silver anymore. It went back to gold or brass. Boom, do, 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 do. So yeah, I felt one full day, man. One full day Monday. Of just, oh, God, I can actually go do tougher stuff now. Mm. I can do things instead of just scrubble around here in the beginner world and never move forward because it would, I get raffle stomped. And now maybe that's gone. I don't know. We'll find out when I play next. Oh, but I'm, I'm feeling that feel anyway because I'm, I'm baby stepping out and I'm, I'm fighting safe things. I'm not doing anything ridiculous, but I'm, I'm feeling that way anyway. I'm in the academy now. I thought, oh, I won't be able to go through there. Jump, 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 jump. I got to be careful when I do it, but I'm doing it. I'm I'm making it. I'm going. I'm making a go of it, Eric. It's good. If it works, I think it's it's just a dual-edged sword, you know, because they're like, oh, go astrologer. You know, you'll have an easier time. Yeah, the damage is there with that pebble and you stay far away. But I take I can take no hits of anything. And there's no gear to change any of that. It's just you take no hits. Eric. All you gotta do is shoot that death beam out. We've seen it. it's literally the video evidence. All well, you gotta do is I have go no do choice now. I have to go get the death beam because they took away what I was trying to build now. So 
Yeah, you're right. I mean, I have no choice. But that death beam is very difficult to get. Like, the video makes it seem like, hey, oh, you know, an hour and a half, you'll have it. Seems pretty like, no, easy. No, no, no. I saw it right there with my own eyes. I think no, the video was yeah, like was... 10 minutes. It's, it's yeah. Snap, and you're done. Well, you're killing everything. guess what? I watched a video today, Matt, of this, uh, one of the best mage armors in the game. And I was like, hey, watch this, dude. And it was like a three-minute video. Jumping up to the will something or rather tower up where the dragons are, you know. Jump up to this tower. Jump down here. Jump around. Go up in here. Run down here. Kill these three baddies. Do, do, do. Bam, bam, bam. Farm this mage right here. And he drops this super cool mage armor. Ba-da-ding. It was like three minutes and 46 seconds long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I tried it for about uh, two and a half hours. Couldn't get even into the fucking building. So I went, no, this is not as easy as, no, video, no. Because there's constantly, on the tower here on the outside, baddies that spring out everywhere, jacking you off the damn side of the thing, doing spear thrusts, you know, and all sorts of goober-gabber. And I, I love those videos, man. I love the videos. They're like, look how easy this is. Look at this. We won. We got the best armor in the game. Look at that. Liars. Hey, getting barricade shield was the first thing that guy did. And the game's been out for, what, two, three weeks? Mm-hmm. I just got it. So I feel you, but I'm just saying. No, no. I'm just saying I literally saw him, him kill every I boss. I did literally like see him boss, kill every boss like, in chunk, like five chunk, seconds. Chunk, chunk, chunk. So I need to get on board with that train because God bless. Whew. Unless, of course, I'm wrong and everything's not as bad and gloomy as I think. But that's why I'm looking forward to playing, but unfortunately it won't be till tomorrow night. Lastly, I'll say on this was I was sad because I, you know, I told you guys, oh man, I'm feeling good. I feel powerful now. I'm feeling spiked up, ready to go. I can't wait. You know, Friday night, I'm gonna show you guys how what this is all about. Hey, we nerfed that thing all to the ground. All right, guys, you ready to see what it's about? Looks like the same old stuff we've been Looks doing. Looks like the eh? same old stuff you've been doing, dude. It's just ge- decent, but I don't even see you swinging a sword, dude. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I don't swing. I'm out of MP. Okay. I got no pots. No pots left. Yeah, I've got nothing. Yep, I only had two, and now I'm out. I'm just dodging rolling like the rest of you fools. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so that was my week, playing that, playing a little Lost Ark, playing some Stranger, going out to Korean barbecue. Uh, you know, and I hope to see uh, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, Jujutsu Kaisen up in the Celebration Cinema this coming weekend. But I'll talk about that next week, Matt. What about you? You know, it was a good week because just. Two days ago, as we're recording this, I went and saw Drum Tao at the Wart Center, which is the Taiko drummers, and they do like flutes and shamisens and all kinds of other instruments too. Oh, that would have been cool. It was a ton of fun. And, you know, I've seen them like years upon years ago. I mean, it has to have been like five years ago by now. The show was different because I remember at that point, there were like set piece drum things. Obviously, there are. But then in between, they had like the two comedy guys doing a lot of comedy back at that at that point. Whereas here, it was more like a well-put-together like performance. Like they did you know, some martial arts stuff in between. They had like costume changes and all kinds of movement and stuff. It wasn't just the drums, because the drums are cool enough. And the, the stuff they did was awesome. But then there was like a big performance aspect to it, too. And I was watching them like, God damn, that's this. It's just awesome. Just wow. So if Drum Tao's coming to your town, you should go, because it's, it's an experience like nothing else. I mean... You get the Japanese taiko drums and flutes and all kinds of great music and then just physical performances of them, you know, doing all the awesome stuff. Woo! On the video game front, playing Elden Ring, just like you, not quite as much because there's stuff going on like every day. We got to do Shift to Monthly Topic, which we did. Got to go see Drum Tile, which was awesome, but I don't get to play Elden Ring. Hey, it's Wednesday. That's Dynamite Day. Also, I stream Final Fantasy II Pixel Remaster. Which is such a 50-50 game. It's so much fun. Because it's just, I mean, like Final Fantasy 1 was fun. You're going through old school Final Fantasy. You're fighting monsters. You're running into new monsters. Looking at the cool pixel art. Listening to the amazing remix soundtrack. Some of those songs are still just, wow. Just you pop in an area and it's just, I don't want to even move. Because I don't want to interrupt this music with a battle. Because it's so good. You know, clearing dungeons, as much as it is annoying for random battles all the time, because I feel like they're all the time in this game, it just feels good to go through a dungeon and get all the chests and find the enemy at the end and explore and do all the things and go up this ladder and down that ladder and do the thing, because I love doing that in RPGs. But you get to that leveling system, you get to that stat system, and I will never forgive it. I got tilted the last stream I did, which I think was like on Friday, so I haven't even talked about it here. And now I've done another one. 
I got tilted twice at this game. I got salty. I got mad because of the Essena system. Essena, a spell you and I have cast it a million times. It cures every status ailment. Just you cast it, you set it and forget it. You cast it and there's no problems. Mm-hmm. Not in this fucking game, Eric, because that stat levels up just like all your other stats. So level one Essena, it doesn't even cure poison. You get poisoned, and you're still poisoned after the battle. That's fine. I got Nessinatome, and I put it on Maria. Maria, cure my poison. What do you mean? Okay. There's weird flavor text at the bottom. Cures conditions that remain after battle while in battle. Okay. Maybe I need to cast Essena in battle. Maybe that's the thing. I can't cast it outside of battle. I don't know. Go into battle. Cast Essena. Miss. Oh. Okay. There's another spell in this game called Basuna, Uh which cures temporary status effects in battle when used in battle. All right, let me put Basuna on. Maybe Basuna cures poison. Maybe I have to cast it in battle. Basuna. Do-do-do-do. Miss. Okay, level up to level two. Now it works on poison. But it doesn't work if you cast it on the whole party. It only works on one person. That was the stream before. I walked all the way across the goddamn world to try and figure out what this what works. And I've got Essena for everybody. Now everybody's at level two. I went, okay, fine. Got somebody up to level three. Now you can cure the whole party of poison with level three. Sweet, awesome. Last stream, Wednesday, I go to some area. Enemy casts stone on me. That's fine. I got level 3 Essena. After the battle, I'm going to cure Firion of his stone. Okay. Okay. Then later, in the desert, this was either before or later, that same stream, I find these six enemies called land rays. Every time they hit you, your character gets paralyzed. I have four party members. Guess what happened in turn one? Everyone was paralyzed. Guess what happened in turn 900? Because nobody got out of their paralysis ever. I died. Game over. That happened twice. This game is ridiculous. I love it because it's a new game I haven't played. It's new experiences. It's great music. It's awesome pixel art. I love it so much. But then I hate playing it. It's so weird and bad and strange. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. I had to look it up. You can't cure stone until you get Essena level 5. So I have to go into battles and cast Essena on nothing just to level it up. All the time. Mm -hmm. On everybody. Because what if she's turned to stone? Then I gotta get somebody else to do it. That's right. So that is, it's a 50-50 game. I love it and I hate it. When the the stream time comes around, I'm like, oh, I'm excited. And I hear that prelude music and I load up my game and then I have a bad time later. Oh, it's great. Another game that's great and I did have a slight bad time with, Dark. Playing that on my Vita at lunch. And I keep saying, it does a thing I hate. Anime reinforcements. The next week, it does another thing I hate, which was something else I totally forget. It did a third thing I hate this week. Go to the stage. Oh, Jen is stuck in a room with the boss. Everyone else has to fight all the way around to get to her. Fine. My characters are tough. She's surviving. I'm making my way through it. There's a turn limit in this one. Of only 20 turns. Also, the boss has a massive health bar, and he regenerates some health after every turn. So if I had 21 turns, he would have been instantly dead. But I had 20 turns. The boss has 4 HP. Game over. You didn't do it. But I did do it. Mm -hmm. A child could have come and thrown a rock at him, and he would have been dead. So, (laughs) frustration at every turn for me. Oh, man. You hate to see it. I do hate, I hate to, to see, see it because it. it happens to the me, and I hate just, it. They're just they're just opposing you this week. They're just against you. <laughs> they don't want you to be happy. They're just like, no, I got your number, Matt. You thought she was gonna have fun. I see that grin on your face. A stab, stab. Oh, God. and even the Stranger of Paradise demo started out that way. It went, you're not gonna have fun. Kick, kick, and I went, ah. But then later, I had more fun. So let's talk about it. We both played the demo. I didn't beat the demo. I went. 
you know, I made the bridge and went across to the new town and then it opened up and went, here's all the other side missions and stuff. And I went back into the main mission and I did stuff, which we'll talk about in a minute. Impressions. What do you like? What do you don't like? Okay. So first off, you're way ahead of me. I'm still in the freaking chaos library. Whoa! All right. I'm still stuck in that. Okay. Because the first time I played it, I got to the room where there's a, a bunch of fire across the ground and it says, use a mage spell. Mm-hmm. I don't have a mage. I don't have no mage. I have no I have no points to give to anybody for a mage. And so I'm like, well, what water spell am I supposed to use? Because I don't have it. I've allocated all my points to warrior. Mm-hmm. And I have nothing for the two goons. They got nothing. I wondered the same thing because I had warrior and the rogue class, yeah, whatever the it is. Pugilist. Pugilist, pugilist, yeah, yeah. pugilist or whatever. And I went, well, I don't have any mage gear. And then I went to my thing and it went, hey, you could be a mage too, dude. And I went, oh. So maybe... Did you go into like the class change thing? Because it's in there. No, I didn't change the class. I tried to just give the the mage a point. You know what I mean in the, in its job, mm-hmm. and to be like, hey, here. And of course, there's nothing there to do it with. So I'm like, what the hell? And- That's the thing. And see, we've got to the heart of my main issue with the start of this demo. The tutorials suck. It doesn't suck. tell you they're terrible. Anything like. I was reading some reviews and they went, oh yeah, when you pick up all this equipment, which we'll get to all the loot and stuff later, oh, you can just go to your optimized gear button. Where was that? I went through 900 pieces of gear looking at the stats on every single one. I don't know where that was. I didn't know that I had the mage class unlocked to switch to because it didn't tell me how to switch classes. Uh-uh. They told me like nothing. I got to the same spot and I went, well, I went to the other room, the little outside balcony area mm-hmm. where the cactuar is. And I went, that's cool. Uh, but there's fire here. What? And I was just, I was just going through the menu, pushing every button, and then I got up to the top there where you can change your two classes that you have or your two jobs that you have available. Mm-hmm. And it went, oh look, there's mage and another thing, not pugilist, but something else was there too. Yeah. And I went, oh, what? It didn't even. It never told me how to do this. No. And I had to like go up and just mess with everything to do it. It was weird. Well, apparently I missed that. So that time, that's where I quit. I didn't want to quit that night. I was having fun because I was enjoying the game. I mean, I still am to an extent, but at that moment, I was in it, you know, and I was like, all right, you know, the graphics, they're not that great. They're not very hot. They're a little mad, but they're not bad. So I think they're pretty good. Like, if you're comparing it to the most beautiful thing, it's not, but... No. But to just compare it to a Final Fantasy game, which I haven't played a new one since 13... Looks good to me. Looks fine. Mm-hmm. I like it. Well, for me, it's and maybe it's my screen, but I gotta agree with everybody. What everybody's saying, it's like blurry, like it's fuzzy, mildly fuzzy to me. But that's not deterring me from enjoying it or liking it. Like it still looks good. I agree with you. It's not like terrible or nothing. But I'm just like, why is it so? It's blurry. It's weird to me. It just feels. I feel like like I wear glasses in case you know some of you listening don't know. And when you take glasses off. Obviously, everything's fuzzy, and you're, and you're starting to squint. And when I'm watching this, there's moments, and it's not always bad, but there's moments when it's really fuzzy, and I start to wonder if like my eyes are messed up, because obviously, like I said, my eyes are broken. So I'm like, am I just not? And so I like wipe my glasses off, and I kind of rub my eyes, and I'm like, okay, no, it can't be my eyes. The game's just, for whatever reason, this spot is just really weird, fuzzy looking, and I don't like it. I guess I can see that because now that I'm thinking back, there are com- some kind of – I almost want to say like it feels like the anti-aliasing isn't on all the time because it looks kind of yeah, jaggy like and fuzzy. Jaggy or fuzzy, yeah. But I didn't weird. notice it as much my second time through, which we'll get to in a bit because mm-hmm. it wasn't slow and methodical. Like I was feeling stuff out. I was just romping. Yeah. And so with with that being said, that first night I quit that, that fire. You know, I was like – I assumed I couldn't even go through it. Mm-hmm. I didn't even try. I went, okay, it wants me to figure out a mage spell. I'm at a point tonight where I'm not going to go try to like go all the way back and try to figure out how to become a mage and then farm mage points. Because I went to the mage skill tree and I'm like, there's no like water spell until like freaking third rank, third row or whatever. I'm like, I'd have to go farm this for a few, a couple hours at least. I don't want to do this. And again, that's the beauty of it because it doesn't, explain what that thing is you're looking at even like those abilities because that's an ability mm-hmm. and not the spell which i'm sure you know by now but yeah like like when i saw those things come up I'm like what is this and it like randomly would happen like i got one from the warrior 
and it would randomly happen. But if I did the same thing, what felt like the same thing, it wouldn't happen. It would do the spinny slash instead. But when I wanted the spinny slash, it would do the jump slash. The jump The, the jump slam. And when I wanted the jump slam, it would do the spinny slash. It's something you got to like figure out as you go, at least in the demo. Maybe the full game has better tutorials or more. Mm-hmm. I, I texted you. I was like, these tutorials are horrible. But as I'm bumbling through it, I'm liking it a lot more because I'm figuring it out just from me smashing it into my hands. How, how it's working. Yeah. And so, of course, I played it one more time, and then I went, okay, I don't care. I don't have this mage thing. I still couldn't figure that part out. I just ran through the fire. <laughs> took a couple <laughs> hits, but I made it through. Uh-huh. And then I started progressing further through the chaos thing, and I was enjoying myself. And there were some frustrating things here and there, but overall, enjoying it. I love, I love the gear. The gear is just dropping like crazy. Mm-hmm. The downside, like you said, is I didn't know until you just said that about an optimization button. Yeah. I don't. I still don't know. I don't recall my brain that existing at all. Yeah. So I look forward to getting back on and checking that out because, like you said, gears everywhere, and you got to every time you, you get a piece like every five seconds. So you want to go through and see if it's better than the one you currently have. Well, guess what? There's there's like green, blues, purples, and legendary status ones. Then there's levels too. So you're like, okay, well, this is a level four blue, but is that better than a level two yellow? Uh, I don't know. You know, you're looking, so you're looking, 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 looking constantly. Stats checking, checking, checking. And in the gear list, they're just in there in seemingly a random order. Like my level four blue will be below a three, but on top of that will be a five, and the stats are just all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then my yellow is up top, but then there's a yellow at the bottom because that's a level one yellow and this is a level five yellow. But then sometimes a level one yellow is above a level five. It's like not in any kind of order that I can figure out. It's just nuts. Yeah, it is wild. So the gear is like on one end, I'm super happy. Yeah, yeah. You know me, I love getting gear. I love it. Like, oh, oh man, more gear, more gear. Yes, yes, yes. Useful stuff. This is great. And the fact that it shows up on your character. Yes. I love that. Because fantastic. He showed up in his in his stranger outfit that everyone has memed and said, Oh, he just looks like a dude off the street. And I went, Yeah, he kinda does. But then I got like a caster's cowl and he looks like a Final Fantasy character again. And I got these cool pants and gloves and boots and all the stuff. I'm like, Yeah, now now I look right. This is good. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the same boat. I started putting on the new gear, optimizing things, doing what I could based off what I know. He starts looking really sweet. I was starting to understand the switching between your two mm-hmm. your two current job classes, you know, and how that was working and how that would benefit you depending on who you're going up against. So I'm like, okay, I'm starting to understand how this works. I still didn't know how to change, obviously change from Pugilist and, and the Greatsword or whatever, the Warrior, whatever it is, and, and to a mage, but... Whatever, I was I was enjoying those two. And I'm still lost as to what... I'm assuming it comes later. I can't do anything with my two sidekicks yet. And I'm like, well, I know you can change their, you can change their jobs. You can change their gear. You can do all sorts of stuff. I can't do anything with them right now. So that's another thing I had no idea about. I went through and I beat the Chaos Shrine, and I'm looking cool, and everyone else is in their tank tops and cargo yeah, pants. Yeah, they're tank tops. And I went, this is so stupid. And then I went out to the world map and went to change my equipment. And randomly, I hit a shoulder button somehow, and it went over to Jed or Ash or the girl. And I went, well, wait a minute. They're actually wearing gear? It's not just them? Holy shit. And I went and outfitted them all up, and now they look like Final Fantasy characters too. Yeah, It's maddening, but it's so cool when you find it, because <laughs> it feels good to do this stuff, but cheapers, creepers. Yeah, and I'm not at that point, obviously. I still My dudes still look like yeah. doofuses, and I'm like... This ain't right. I know it ain't right. I've seen videos. I've seen videos. I know they can wear gear, and I know they can be whatever jobs you make them. I've seen it already. So what the hell? Where's this tutorial at? How do you do this? Ah, well, you'll figure it out or you won't. Uh Good luck. All right. I guess I'll figure it out, except for I'm (laughs) supposed to be playing Elden Ring and Horizon Forbidden West and these other games. Mm -hmm. I really want to play you because this is pretty cool, but you're not helping me any right now. I I don't like it. I'm not a tutorial guy. Yeah. I generally don't like tutorials, yeah. but I need to know like how to play your game. And especially when stuff is so weird and like kind of obtuse and strange and hidden. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've said it before. I can't replay Final Fantasy VIII because there's too many tutorials in the beginning. Too much. But I needed that here. Stutter start that first dungeon. Like, hey, we're making it in. Ha, you're still wearing those shoes. What are those? Boom, tutorial about this. Do a cutscene or two. Hey, tutorial about this. Watch out, there's water over there. You should change to a mage class. Ring. Here's how you do it. Or an optional one at the bottom. Press yeah. start to, skip to view. Or, yeah, start to view or select a skip or whatever. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's 
all you gotta do. And that way I could go, uh, change job tiles. Okay, start. Uh, aisle two, R2, okay. Oh, yeah, I get the gist of it. I understand. Okay, click, 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 click. Boom, it's done. Moving on. That's all you need. Yeah. That's all you had to do. Instead, no, no, just hopefully you figure this out, guys and gals. Maybe you've played Neo, and since a lot of the, from what I hear, a lot of the, uh, the systems are kind of the same, you'll understand. Well, I've never played Neo, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I don't have a clue. We were talking about the mage class. I love it so much because I've been playing as a mage. Mm-hmm. And the fact that specifically for that class, when you choose mage class, it says basic hits with this weapon restore MP, which is a thing that I didn't like the most being the warrior because I'd use my two abilities. And you can't get any more unless you hit that finishing move, but you can only hit that if you guard break him, essentially. But you can't guard break him all the time because you don't have your abilities all the time with a mage. Oh, there's no problem. You just whap, 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 whap. Oh, I have enough for a spell. And the spell system, I love it. Obviously, you, you haven't gotten to it yet. but I haven't gotten to it yet. Essentially, you hold down a button to start casting a spell, and you can choose your element out of like a wheel. The more you hold it down, the stronger that element gets. The stronger the spell gets. You go regular, fire, fireaga. And they each have different shots that happen. Like fire, it's, it's a fireball and kind of goes boom. Water, it's a little wave, but that travels through the room you're in. When you pick air, it's a tornado that goes through the room you're in. So I never even need to fire it up to air raga or whatever. Because I see bats and I just go air. One touch and it goes, and they go, and then they're staggered. So I run over, hit them two times, and then break them with the grab thing. Oh, it's so much fun. I love it. And I beat the dungeon, went back into it because I thought I was doing a side quest, but I was just doing the dungeon again. It felt so good to run through it. Never worried about anything at that point because, like, the skeletons killed me the first time through a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm slightly over leveled or slightly over geared and I know what I'm doing, you could just run through and do the coolest, like, Devil May Cry type stuff. Just running through hack and slashing, ability, grab, psh. Oh, now I have MP for an ability, hack, hack, psh. It felt so good. So I'm so excited for that aspect of it, maybe over-leveling a little bit or, you know, powering through and then going back and just romping and stomping through like a true action badass. There's so much good here. It feels like Final Fantasy 2. Like, to get to there, you got to plow through it. But once you're there... I think there, it's going to be better than FF2, though. Because FF2, that's going to follow you through the whole game. Yes. Every time, you're going to have to go grind the next thing to get up where you need it to be to get to the next spot. This, I feel, once you get past that beginning and understand the basics and the fundamentals of the game, it's nothing but going to be upsell. I, I just mean, for, like, for now, it's been half and half. Yes, like, for now, yeah, yeah. Bump, 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 bump. I get it. Now the fun is here. So, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. And the best part is it's multiplayer. Mm-hmm. So I can pop in, Shay can pop in, three, it's three, three maximum, and we can go through and just have fun in this game, going through the dungeons, doing side quests, handling business. You know, being whatever I want to be, because I want to be a dragoon with a side of mage. And you just do whatever you want. That sounds fantastic to me. And I'm yeah. like, there's a, as I texted you, I said, there's some possibilities to this game. Mm-hmm. I think I think this game has potential to be something we can actually play and have a great time with. And obviously, we've got Tiny Teens Wonderlands coming up. We're playing Elden Ring together and stuff as well. But this one, and, and here's where I segue from the, uh, Elden Ring. Elden Ring's great, and I love it, and I can't wait to play some more on Friday. But Elden Ring's hard yeah okay let's not beat around the bush and you have a couple beers it's just harder now because now you're not focused 100 percent, and you'll get killed and then you know it, that game what we knew was going to happen always happens all right a couple hours later it's like all right well that was that's a good run we're gonna call it there because you know we, we can't play this and be just stupid mm-hmm. this game has more potential i don't think it has the potential of uh, borderlands or anything else mm-hmm. don't get me no no not at all but it is not as hard as elden ring it is easier as long as you understand that, that system of how to fight and use your abilities. It's easier. I'll grant you that, but you haven't made it to the boss yet, have you? Uh, no. And from what I hear, the bosses are a different story. Uh-huh. They're, they're, but remember, I've played Jedi Fallen Order. And it, this, and I don't know yet because I haven't got to it, but from what I hear in the talk, I feel like it's kind of going to be like that. Like The game's not crazy. It's hard, but not hard, hard. And the bosses. Our own, they're only spots where we're going to have to go, ah, crap. All right, do we want to call it a night or do we want to go farm for a while and then beat the boss fresh? Because the boss does require <laughs> a lot of you know specifics. And, and I feel like, too, 
it's another one of those things where the tutorial wasn't enough. There's that weird like parry, like soul guard system or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it didn't explain to me exactly how it works. I had to read about it in a review. They were like, hey, use a soul guard and then your stamina won't go down. Like if you just regular guard, but you do a soul guard and your stamina goes down. And I went, but it's not working. And I'd do a soul guard and my stamina would break and I'd fall down and get killed. But you can, it's like poison on the world map in a regular Final Fantasy. If you're at one HP, you can't go below that. So if you just keep soul guarding, you can't get broken if you time it right. So that's cool. But man, that boss, <laughs> the first time I ran up to the boss, first two or three times, instant death. But the thing that is so weird about it too, though, is you can put your friends into like hyper mode. Like, make them go yeah, nuts. Yeah, I, I figured that out. You know. Yeah, so all I did when I came up to the boss is I went, hey, Ash and Jed, or whatever their names are, go into hyper mode. And then just sat in the back, and I ran up for the QTE segment. Of course, yeah. And I was like, cool, I did it. So it's... Hey, you did do it. I mean, it's weird and serious business, but there's there there are things. And obviously, it'll be you and Shay the next time, if it's if we're three-man co-op in it. I'm just running, I get the aggro off of them. Which they yeah. which they do too. So there's potential there. It's just it's weird and it can be super hard. And but I feel like once we have systems down and jobs that we like and you know yeah, the rotations, I think that and one will be an easier game to play. Yeah. yeah, I think overall that one has more potential as a as a, as a Friday night game than Elden Ring does because Elden Ring's fantastic and fun, but. Every time it, I we all feel that spot where you're like, all right, we probably should probably stop playing today. Cool beans. See you next time. Boop boop. And since you haven't gotten out of the chaos shrine, I won't go into it heavy, but I got beef with the story as it's going right mm-hmm. now because the thing they're theorizing is not right because I fought that guy and he kicked my butt. So he's not what they think. That it is. That's all I'm gonna say. That's it. That's it. That's all I got. And all I'm gonna say too is I'm. I was even more thrilled about this game, okay, because I was completely mistaken. I don't know what Dinglehead said this on some place somewhere, but they were all talking like, we this was like a Garland origin story. And so I was thinking this is pre-Final Fantasy I. Mm-hmm. This is how Garland came to be. And then, of course, Final Fantasy I would be where you're actually going to be the Warriors of Light and you're going to go take out Garland. No, it's just FF1, but just retold and... And Liberty's taken to do some stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, these are the Warriors of Light. And Garland is his own character. Well, n- but, but so far they, as I know. His name is literally Jack Garland. And I know. there is, having just done the original, there are differences already. It's it's weird. Yeah. It's kind of... So maybe it is, but... I mean, not a spoiler, but Final Fantasy One is all about a time loop. Mm-hmm. So maybe this is a loop in the loop. In this that is loop. One, one go around, and then, oh, at the end... This, that, the other thing. And ultimately what I'll say too is that, yeah, the beginning of the story, it's wild, it's crazy. Apparently the uh, the English, you know, version is kind of wonky, but as it goes, it gets better and better and better. And it all pulls together to be fantastic from what I hear. So that got me excited. I was like, okay, I'm all about that. That feels right to me. So I'm feeling sold on this game, but I definitely want to finish that damn demo first before I make any judgment call on whether I'm going to commit to it or not, you know? Yeah, I want to play through some more, but I want to throw the Japanese dialogue on. Just That's to, what I was thinking. Just to see if his, like, delivery feels more in line with, like... Because he and, to a much lesser extent, the other party members don't feel like they're part of the world, which I think is probably... I mean, it's obviously the point. But, like, it feels so jarring, just even the way he... The actor delivers the lines feels really strange. Like, it feels like he's from a... He's... I guess it's the point. He feels like he's from a different game. Yeah. Like, he feels like he's from Devil May Cry, and he's here in this. He's completely out of place, yeah. And, like, just even just the way... The, the ways the lines are read, it feels like it's from a PS2 game, because his delivery is so weird. I don't know. But then he had an amnesia, man, and, like, he's here, and he's just like, I gotta get chaos, you know, the big joke everybody's talking about. But then the princess is like, oh, Jack, hey... Hey, bo boy, how's it going? Oh, fist bumps, me and you hanging out. And I'm like, but this dude's got amnesia. He don't know. I thought he didn't know what the hell's going on, except that he's got to get rid of chaos. Mm-hmm. But now you're making it sound like he's been here a while and he knows you and you and her friends. 
I'm sure they'll explain it, but right now I'm like, I don't know. This doesn't make no sense because you just said this dude doesn't know how he got here, and he's just like, I gotta kill chaos. That's all I remember. It's important. I was gonna say, and there's that like one line in one of the tutorial things. It's like, yeah, he knows chaos brought him here, and that's how he gets back is by killing him. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure in the main game there's like a cutscene that actually shows it. But even in the review, they're like, yeah, after you fight Tiamat, which we do in the demo, mm-hmm. you're just kind of thrust into the story. I'm like, but how does he know that he's got to kill Chaos? How does he know that this is a place he shouldn't be? How does it's just it's just kind of like, how does he have those memories? And maybe what's that's the point. On? Again, he feels like he's from another world and you don't know what's going on because he doesn't know. Maybe it's mm-hmm. part of the idea. Part but of the whole thing. I feel like there's a big cut scene that's missing. I agree. Something Something seems off, but... I will trust the folks saying that it keeps on going and going and you start to understand more and more. And so I'll play the demo and, you know, if I like what I see, I'm, I'm thinking I'm probably going to get this one. It's it's kind of, it's it's leaning towards the yes, whereas I had no interest before, to tell you the truth. So this is a case where the demo was definitely a good thing for me. Yeah, I am in the same boat. I had no real interest in it, but I didn't watch enough of it. I was just like, it's a weird Final Fantasy game. But at this point, since I'm doing all the Final Fantasies at some point, I am going to play it. Uh-huh. Maybe I'll grab it and play it sooner rather than later. Obviously, I still have another week till my news resolution is up and I can buy new stuff and yeah. add to it my It won't backlog. be next week anyway, so we're good. We're all right. Because I got too much. I got a couple games on my plate before I commit to that one for sure. But yeah, we'll see. It was fun. It was great. It was a good time. And God bless, you know. Where do we go from here, Matt? I mean... Do, do we do our video game releases? Do we cut to the snippets? I mean, we're talking 44 minutes already. Woo. Well, I think everything's small. I'm going to start with my release because my release is small because... Yeah. Mine's small too. Because it's a game that I'm interested in, so I can't watch too much of it. It's Anno Mutationum. I'm assuming that's how it's pronounced because that's what all the reviews say. Mutationum, Mutationum. I don't know. Mutationum. But it's a game that's been on my radar. I think it's been on my Steam wish list, but it came out on the 16th. Developed by Thinking Stars, published by Lightning Games. It's out for PC and PlayStation only. This is a 2D slash 3D cyberpunk adventure action game. You take control of a character. She's got a brother who's gone missing. She's trying to figure out what's happening. And she lives, as in most cyberpunk settings, in a big megalopolis, like a big megacity. She's a combat and security systems specialist. So as you're going through trying to find your brother... You meet other characters who have other issues. Maybe, you know, you stumble across a crime scene, so you can do this side quest and solve this crime. You can go interact with these other characters at this bar. There's tons of mini games you can do on the side outside of the story mission. You know, you can mix up drinks at your sister's bar. You can play old school arcade games. You can solve those side crimes, do other side stories, which I've heard there aren't a lot of them. But the ones that are there either really flesh out the world or are just really interesting in their own right. So definitely do all that side content. And then the main game, as you're going through, this game has such a cool graphical style. When you see her walking through the world, you'll either fall in love with it like I did, or I don't even know what because I can't think of not loving the way this game looks. It's beautiful pixel art, and it's got that it's got that lighting. As you're going through like the 3D world, everyone is kind of 2D pixels, but there's there's just round enough pixel on them and enough light. So when you're in the world, 3D segments looking beautiful. When you're going through stages and fighting, it's kind of 2D side-on Metroid style. You're running and jumping and slashing, hacking and shooting with your guns. The action is fast and flashy, but not so ridiculous like a Devil May Cry or something. And the platforming is pretty cool, but not so over the top. If you love cyberpunk stuff, if you love adventure games, if you love 2D action games, you should check this out. Regardless of anything else, go watch some trailers, watch a review, look at that visual style, listen to that auditory music, because that is also bumping and great synthwave, beautiful stuff, just like in every cyberpunk type of game. If you like cyberpunk anything... Check this out. It's getting great scores. It looks great. I can't wait till the 25th when I can buy this because I'm excited for it. Wait, no. I don't, I don't even have to wait. Friday, tomorrow is the day I would have gotten back from my cruise. So tomorrow I can buy this tomorrow and I'm going to buy it. It's going to be great. And a mutation. Yeah. It's an awesome looking game. Go watch it and play it and listen to it and love it. Gosh, bless. And of course, while you're doing that, you need to be checking out this other one, Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. And you're thinking, what? 
This came out a long time ago. It did. It did come out a long time ago, but it didn't come out to PC, to the Switch, to the PS4. It has done so as of now. It was developed by Arc Systems, Works, and P-Studio, and, of course, published by Atlas themselves. I don't like fighting games anymore. You know, I've told the story before. Soul Calibur destroyed my life. It, it burned me away. I can't do them. So this came about. And I went, man, that's pretty cool. I love all the Persona characters. It's got Persona 4 characters. It's got Persona 3 characters in it as well. There's a whole storyline here. Now, I thought it was going to be some mumbo-jumbo storyline. No, man. Apparently, this actually ties in right after Persona 4 Golden and tells a story right afterwards of why this all happens, what's going on. It apparently goes from just being in the TV world, which you understand, to the real world. Things are happening, all sorts of stuff going down with Persona 3 characters, with the Persona 4 characters. And this one, originally, back in the day, before the Ultimax edition, had like just some of the characters. And then the Ultimax edition tied it all together, brought everybody in on it, and then told this entire story about how this came to be, what was going on, in a fighting game. So you could do the story mode of it, and sit there with your favorite character, go through and figure out all the cool story moments and bits and chops, go through the different characters, get different tidbits and pieces, like you do with all your fighting games. Or obviously you can just have a hell of a good time with the beautifully drawn animated backgrounds, let alone the music. They've got all the tunes from Persona 3, Persona 4 in this thing, and the backdrops. And like I said, with the beautifully done backgrounds from different scenes and environments in Persona 3, Persona 4, with, of course, all the characters there with different costumes, this and that going on. I went, oh, no. Yeah. I don't want to get, I can't Mm -hmm. do this. I can't do it. I can't do this. I cannot. But I want it so bad. I want it so bad, but I'm not. I can't. You can do it, Eric, because I want it too. And I really, really want it bad. But the other thing that's given me pause, though, is there's all the Persona 3 characters in there, too. So if I want to get the most, most, most out of this, I got to go through and play that, too. Uh-huh. Dude, I'm already playing all the Final Fantasy games. I can't play all the Persona games, too. It's too much, Eric. But, I mean, even before this, I always knew that the story kind of picked up after Persona 4. Now that I've beaten and played that, and some of those characters are my favorite ever, I have to get and play this. Maybe this is one that I get and I put on the back burner for some day mm-hmm. when it's time for more Persona before Persona 6 comes out or, you know, wherever I have a dearth of really good story and I pop this in because I'm just as hyped at the possibilities of this as you are and just as distraught, but it sounds so good. Oh, I know. I just have some cutscenes of Risa just dancing, doing her thing, and she was DJing and, and kind of commentating on the fights and doing weird stuff, and I'm like... Man, that just that just really really sounds right up my alley. And of course, I haven't beat Persona Three yet, mm-hmm. but I'm about twenty hours into that game. So I, you know, whilst I need to finish it and want to finish it, I I know them characters now. So I'm like, man, I'm familiar with these characters. I'm familiar with, of course, Persona Four's characters. All of this sound, and it's of course that old, cool, beautifully done two D fighting. You know, the, the way it should be, the way all fighting games should be, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That's what's done here. Great artwork. Everything looks beautiful and gorgeous. All the menu screens look great. It's just a wonderful looking game. And of course, I could get it for the Switch, but inevitably since it's on PS4, I'd get it for PS4 so I could play on the PlayStation because naturally down here on the big screen Mm. just playing, that's where I got to have it. Just the way it has to be. All right. Here's the question that will tell me if I'm buying it like immediately, because again, I've established tomorrow I could buy games again, immediately or not, is Marie in this game? Have you seen her? With her yeah, hand? she's in this game. That's sold. Oh, yeah. Sold. That's my girlfriend. Sold. <laughs> That's it. It's done. I got I to gotta do more and find out more of what's going on with her. Oh, yeah. There it is. We're making memories. We've already established the Persona 4 Golden. We're going to make memories together <laughs> forever. Now I got to make more memories together forever in Arena Ultimax. Damn it. You'll be there. Look at that. I already sold one, so go check it out. It might be something you're interested in. I'm definitely interested in it. I don't know. It's a, just a sad day. Sad day. Too much to buy. But speaking of things we're interested in that aren't sad that we're going to get, well, I mean, it's, it's already sold. It's, it's, it's bought, and it's, it's on the way. It's Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. And, you know, if you have a friend who only plays Xbox games, and you play PS5, or you play PC, or whatever, don't despair anymore. 
because Randy Pitchford tweeted out and said, it's going to be cross-play everywhere, across everything. All of you can play together. You're all going to love each other and have a great time. But also, please forgive us if in the first week there's some issues because we're learning this on the fly pretty blind because nobody's helping us out with that. But that's awesome. And we love Gearbox. We love when they do cool stuff. This is a cool stuff that Gearbox do. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Borderlands 3, of course, was crossplay, but not with PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So apparently at the last second, the Hail Mary went through and they went, yep, PlayStation's on board. We're crossplay across the whole thing. That was really good. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy to hear that. Uh, we don't typically play with a lot of people ourselves, yeah. but the, I constantly heard that. You know, like, oh, if only I could have played with uh, my Xbox friends or if I could have played with, you know, this and that. But PlayStation one was totally excluded last time. And not only, of course, is it cross-play across everything, but they've got the uh, same screen. Um, the split-screen co-op, yeah. Split-screen co-op. Now, the only thing I hope about that is, and once again, I didn't play with anybody split-screen, but I heard that there was tons of problems with that in Borderlands 3. True. Hopefully that's all worked out and we're going to get nothing but awesomeness from Tiny Tina's Wonderlands so we don't have to hear people have that kind of issue and be upset about it. Because, you know, I would be too if I was hoping and praying I could play with somebody here split screen and it was just a complete mess. But props to Gearbox because, by gods, it's good to see this cross-play across everything just happening and being a thing. I hope that one day we don't got to ever even talk about it because that's just the way the world works. And one more bit on the crossplay thing. This is awesome. You and I play the same systems, play the same games on the same systems for the most part. But what this will be awesome for, you know, I've done this with Borderlands 2, not so much 3, but you just want to go and play with somebody and have a good time. When you go to that multiplayer server, it's going to be full no matter what, because you're going to be able to get matched with Xbox players, with PC players, where this stuff goes down all the time, with PlayStation players also, obviously, if you're on that too. But that's what is really cool about this because, you know, console love for certain games goes up and down. PC, you know, can also go up and down. But if you're on PC and the PC community dies off, hey, console gamers still love it. Same thing. If it's not a big hit on Xbox, PlayStation people are going to love it. PC is going to love it. Now you can have more of a pool to play with for those days. You just want to play with people because grinding the same thing, you're not for it. Bam. There's people. There's there's three times the audience. Three times the audience. And speaking of audience, Matt, man, the Wonder Blast party's coming up. What are you wearing? You going to be there? Down there in Texas, right? Yeah. You know, I thought about You're it. all jazzed up. I actually did think about it because they started advertising it like two weeks out. And I went, well, I'm not going on my cruise because that's where I would be right now. Mm-hmm. I could literally just drive down there. I could take Friday off and just drive my happy ass down there and be there. Of course, I'm not going to be because I'm here. I'm at work. I'm doing yeah, things. It's too, it's too late now. It's just It may be sad because it was like, you literally can do this. But it's... Uh, I didn't. And Jim Ferrata's going to be there. Our buddy Jim. Yeah, I know. He pulled through and now he's going to be mm-hmm. there. And that would have been fantastic to see him, maybe Vernell, you know, and a couple others we've talked to, Ash, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Texas is very far away. And um, I don't think uh, I would have been given permission to go there. But you're right. You had the chance, at least, because they said, hey, you want to come, come, you know, apply to come. Let us know who you are and why you're coming, mm-hmm. et cetera. And, uh, you know, we'll get you an invite. And I'm like, oh, that'd be cool. You know what they always say, Eric? Better to ask for forgiveness than beg for permission. I mean, although the verb is different. Beg for forgiveness than ask for permission. Mm-hmm. You just do it. You just wait. She just so, wakes up one day with the kids. No. Where's Eric? Where's the big truck? It's gone. He's in Texas. He's in Texas. <laughs> ring, ring. You don't even pick up the phone. Hey, babe, I'm in Kentucky no. by now. I'm on my way down. Work. I can tell you that's in a marriage. That's where you, you know, the glass ceiling they talk about. Mm-hmm. You've shattered that. And you're flown because you're rocket shipping to the moon. You're taking your family <laughs> to, the, to moon. the moon. No, Come on, the family's with me. not with you, Matt. Remember, they're down here. You flew to the moon and you left them in dust. Doesn't work out well. Sometimes you just got to do that, you know. Sometimes you you gotta you gotta test the limits. <laughs> you gotta see if that marriage, marriage advice for Matt. <laughs> test the limits. <laughs> there's a there's a there's an OC remix track from Final Fantasy IV. The title is called "The Sky Was Never a Limit." You gotta make sh- you gotta see if that's true. Eric. You gotta see if that's the true only way or to not. know is to All go right. to the moon. It's to go to the moon and find out if it works out or not. <laughs> God bless. I don't know about all that, but I am I am definitely jealous. I am definitely sad. It is something cool. It's it's just, you know, not in the cards for me. 
but don't be too jealous and sad because they will be live streaming from the event. I don't have the details here in front of me, but I saw that. I'm like, hey, you can check us out on Twitch. Obviously, I'm sure they'll do like a stage show or something at mm-hmm. the event because that's what they did for Borderlands 3, right? They, they did. did that. Yes, they did. So mm-hmm. there'll be something to watch even for us scrubs who are, who are not on the moon, who are just scraggling in the dirt like the monkeys in 2001 A Space Odyssey, hitting stuff with bones. Even we can get a taste of the greatness from the moon. God bless. And of course, man, going to the moon, that's like magic. And you know what else is like magic? Harry Potter, Matt. You didn't want to talk about it, so I won't talk about it. Except to say, I caught only the tail end of that state of play because my children were being naughty. So I had to handle business. Business had to be handled. So I didn't get to catch the whole thing. And I'm very sad by that because now i got to go rewatch it tomorrow while I'm at work or lunch or whatever. But the what I did catch... I'm excited, man. I know you don't care, and I know people out there don't maybe don't care, but gosh bless. I love some Harry Potter. I've read all the books. I love the stuff. We've got a whole room dedicated to it. And this game is shaping up so far to be what I've always dreamed a Harry Potter game was going to be. Now, this will tell you what a good podcast co-host I am. Because I put in the show notes, yes. Mm-hmm. I put it verbatim. I don't care about children or wizards, much less children wizards. But... When I looked up and it said, the state of play is at 5 o'clock today, and we're only showing this, I put it on my phone while I was making dinner, and I watched it. Oh, good. And if you are into Harry Potter, this looks awesome. Crazy. This Mm -hmm. looks incredible for a Harry Potter fan. I am not a Harry Potter fan. I've never read a book. I've only seen a bit of one movie at the movie night that you guys did, and it wasn't really for me. But if Harry Potter is for you, you should check out the state of play. Because that game looks, I mean, it looks, like, visually looks phenomenal. Uh And it's got all kinds of stuff that you're going to love. All the different skill trees. You can make your wizard whatever you want your wizard to be. Different, you know, practices, all this stuff. Oh, my gosh, man. The environments were, you know, just true to form what Hogwarts was. The mysteries that they're talking about. The open world areas where you can explore and find all sorts of really cool secrets. All that vibes completely with what Hogwarts Castle and the, you know, the surrounding uh, area was about and and then on top of it all i was like oh, i was worried i was like okay it's gonna be kitty you know oh, i'm gonna go to class and and you do that stuff however it's like oh but guess what some of these dark arts sorcerers are gonna come in you gotta kill them you gotta straight up murder them and i'm like yeah all right cool here we go now i'm learning spells to actually zap these dudes with lightning and throw them into the river and stuff i'm like I'm about this. But then you can go to class with your friend Drippy Nose Snot, the guy who has <laughs> yeah. a runny nose all the time, and then he can join you on your on your crew. On your go around with Drippy yeah. Nose Snot. There he goes. Wee. Yeah. So it's it's like just such a mix of that fun, silly, you know, childish adventure of Harry Potter, but at the same time it, it it goes, "Oh, but also, yeah, there's real wizards doing weird bad things and you will have to handle that as well and i'm like sweet and then they were like oh difficulty levels. no we're done we're that's it we're done we're done talking okay. about it. i was gonna All cut right, you off after the next sentence All right, i said enough if you like harry you guys- potter it'll be cool go look at it that's it i'm not tolerating any more wizards all right well that's it everybody hey have yourself a great one <laughs> what about you out there in podcast listener land do you tolerate wizards are you excited for this thing do you read the books do you watch the movies i believe in flat earth matt and i don't believe in wizards or sorcery i believe in the flat earth if you believe in the flat earth then you know let us know that also mm-hmm. via the email thirdshiftme at gmail.com on the twitter machine at thirdshiftme find us on facebook under third shift tell us what you thought of the state of play if you're if this is for you let us know let me know why i'm so dumb let me know why i should get into this stuff let me know that do it via the stuff I just said. Go do it. So regardless of if you're agreeing or disagreeing with the Harry Potter things, y'all need to get on there and tell Matt why he's dumb. I think 100% this is a great thing. I endorse this 100%. Go to Facebook. Go to Twitter. Because we are on Facebook. We're there. I'm still figuring out some messages. It's just a thing. Facebook's not great. But I'm over there. I'm over there. It's okay. We'll make it work. So check that out. Or go to Patreon. This is better. This is much better. Go over there, throw a buck, two bucks, some bucks our way, and then with a note that says Matt is dumb and he needs to fix himself or, or whatever. You know, I like it. I was just going to say I should make the $1 tier like the Matt is dumb tier. If you think I'm dumb, donate a dollar. Donate a dollar. There, there we go. That's that's all that means. And donate two for Eric is dumb. Because it's got to be fair. 
So therefore, you know, go to, donate too. You might get. I was gonna say we'll get more money that way. It, it, we're, yeah, yeah, actually, exactly. donate twenty dollars if you think Eric's real <laughs> stupid. Yes, damn it. <laughs> uh, whatever it takes, man. You know, what? I will debase <laughs> myself as far as I need to go. It's fine. I don't care. Go over to Patreon. It's like a tip jar. Anything helps us keep the lights on and having a good time here on this particular podcast. If you can't donate money, hey, you know what? We tell you the same crap all the time. Go give us the five-star reviews on Spotify, on iTunes. Go over there. Mailbag questions. Tell us what you're talking about. You want, you want a whole episode based on a topic you got? You can do that. If we think the topic's worth talking about, we'll, hey, we'll talk about it all day long. So something you can do. Think about it. Another thing you can do and think about is listening to the very next episode, which will be dropping on the 24th of March on iTunes and Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, hey, if you like what we're doing, you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out, and we really do appreciate it. Indeed we do. Give us them five stars. I'm telling you right now, Harry Potter, he would give us five stars. The wizards, they would give us five stars. So go be like them. Go be like a wizard and give us five-star ratings. Okay? Just saying. I was going to give you three more wizards. You said Harry Potter, wizard, and wizard. You're you're done. And then you ended. So I didn't even have to cut you off again. So thank you, Eric. And thanks to all of you for listening. Because at this point, if he says wizard again, there's definitely nothing else to say but... Don't forget to say No wizardy You're done Nope you're cut Cut You don't even get to say Don't forget to say Done Shut up And sit down Uh, (laughs) Nope You're gonna cut me out Edited it out I see Damn It's too bad What a shame